Hello and welcome to Candid, where we never settle for less than the truth. I'm your host, Jonathan Youssef. Each week, we'll tackle tough issues, answer your hard questions, and take a candid look at the Christian faith. If you've been enjoying the podcast, would you take a minute and log on to your favorite podcast platform, rate us, and leave us a review? It would be a tremendous help, and it allows others to find us easily. Leave us a review, and perhaps next episode we'll mention you on the show. If you've been listening to any of the last, perhaps, 10, 15 episodes, you'll have noticed that there was a subtle theme that kept reoccurring in uh, a number of our conversations. I think particularly of uh, my conversation with Thomas Terrence, a man who came out of the organization of the KKK and was converted in prison. I think of Monique Dusson, who came away from the critical race theory uh, philosophy and uh, has been transformed and challenged by biblical framework, biblical worldview. Uh, And I think of Daryl Strawberry when he became a believer, uh, when he he first made a profession of faith. (laughs) And as unique and different as all of those individuals sound, a theme that I kept picking up from my conversations with them was this theme of discipleship. Uh, Discipleship is uh, a word that gets used in Christian circles, and uh, most people don't quite know how to define it. They don't know exactly what it is or, or how to pin it down, how to teach it. And so I thought we'd spend a few minutes and um, have a conversation about what discipleship is. And I think to begin that conversation in asking what is discipleship, I think we have to ask the question first, what is a disciple? A disciple is really nothing more than a learner. In Luke's gospel in chapter 6 and verse 40, Jesus says, A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. And so we ask the question, is it, is it just a head knowledge? Is it about uh, retaining information? Is it just about knowing facts? People use the language of being a follower, followers, a follower of Jesus, You see, a follower must be with the teacher. You can't just get it through your memorization of information. It needs to be witnessed. It needs to be seen. It needs to be experienced. Jesus prepared his disciples by teaching them hard lessons on the cost of discipleship. In Luke chapter 14, verse 33, he says, So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple, cannot be a learner of me. To learn Jesus is to submit yourself to his teaching, to walk in his ways. It will mean leaving behind all your current loyalties and commitments. To become a learner of Jesus means you need to unlearn your former rebellious life because the two are radically different. Matthew chapter 11, Jesus talks about putting on a yoke, his yoke, just the way that you would have put a yoke on an ox or a beast of burden and something that would have done work. But you see, the significance of it, it it was signifying service. It was signifying submission and obedience and coming under a new authority. 
no longer under the authority of the self, no longer under the authority of Satan, but now under the authority of Christ. But you see, this is not a burden. It's a liberation. It's a freedom from the heavy burden of sin. It's a freedom from the burden of death. It's a a freedom from the fear of death. This is not a learning that you do for a test, but rather a learning for a transformed life. And so you may ask yourself, does my life mostly look like it did before Christ found me? Are you bearing fruit? Maybe ask others around you, am I a disciple? Would you classify me as a disciple, as as one who is learning Christ, as one who is making progress in the Christian walk, in the Christian faith. Can you mark evidence of that in my life? Sometimes it's helpful to hear from a good friend, a trustworthy person. Faithful are the wounds of a brother, as Proverbs says. I want to read from a book that I found really helpful on this issue of discipleship and disciple-making. It's particularly for ministries and ministry culture. It's a book called The Vine Project out of Australia, written by Colin Marshall and Tony Payne. And I just want to read a little section here from their book. They write and say, in in fact, whereas we often think of learning in terms of our own personal growth and advancement, of becoming a better me in some way. To learn Christ is to be increasingly focused on others rather than ourselves. It's to lay down our lives for others as Christ laid down his in weakness and suffering and death. This is what a learner of Jesus is learning. A transformed existence based on a transformed relationship with God in Christ. It hardly seems necessary to point out that disciple or learner is therefore just another name for Christian, for someone who has renounced the lie that used to be at the center of their lives, who has recognized the dark and lost state they were living in, and who has turned to Christ in faith as their master, savior, and teacher to learn to be like him, to learn to keep all his commandments, and to live out that commitment daily and weekly and yearly for the rest of their lives. In this sense, learnership cannot be thought of as a subset of the Christian life or a stage in the Christian life. It's simply one way to describe the totality of the Christian life. To be a learner of this kind is simply to be a Christian. And so again, you may ask yourself, how do I live? What do I prioritize? Am I daily dying to self? Am I spending time with Christ? Am I spending time reading his word? And sometimes I think we have a shallow view of what it is to read his word, where we, if you are in a church, you're around it all the time. What does it mean to meditate, or as Marshall and Payne describe in their book, to inwardly digest the word of God, to spend time reading slowly and thoughtfully and allow that word to penetrate. Discipleship is hard, but the good news is you are not alone. One, you have 
the Spirit of Christ in you, who seeks to do good and right things, who seeks to see you grow in Christ-likeness, who wants to see you develop in the fruit of the Spirit, to exhibit the fruit of the Spirit, to be a, a trophy of grace for God. And second, you have, or I should say, you should have a community with you who are walking with you. You know, we were never intended to walk alone. We need one another to do this together, to be disciples together across ages and across all the lines that the world, that culture, that society tend to hold, because that will give us richer, fuller, deeper, more meaningful and purposeful lives. And so if you've heard any of the guests that I mentioned earlier, I, if you haven't, go back and listen to those episodes. They address so many different issues, and yet they all came back to this issue of discipleship, whether it was the issues of racism and needing to have a right understanding that the teaching, that the understanding of those things is coming from discipleship, a, a submitting to being a learner of Christ and, and being in a good church that is helping you grow in those areas, helping you to see areas of sinful patterns uh, that we seek to put an end to, put to death. Or perhaps you're a person like Daryl Strawberry who uh, made a profession of faith but didn't know how to read the Bible, didn't know where to go, didn't know what to do, and so he just wandered. And what he wandered into was right back into all the uh, lifestyle that he had lived before. And he said what he was missing was discipleship. What he was missing was someone to say, come alongside. We want to show you how to grow. We want to teach you how to develop and be stronger in these areas and to know and understand Christ more and to grow in loving fellowship with this community and what it looks like. And they're taking scripture and breaking it down for you. And, and, and you're just, you're overwhelmed and it's this beautiful process that we never cease to go through until we reach heaven. And so my urging to you is to ask yourself the questions we asked earlier, to consider these things, to ask yourself those hard questions, and then to genuinely and earnestly seek out a discipleship relationship. Maybe you are at a church where that doesn't exist. Maybe urge your pastor to start building that community of discipleship there with the body of believers. Maybe you're at a church that does do discipleship, but you've waited on the outside, on the fringes. Maybe this is the little push and the nudge that you needed to get plugged in, to get connected, and to begin that process of growth. Or maybe you're in the trenches yourself and you're in discipleship, and I hope that this serves as a a buoy for you, uh, an encouragement to you to keep on, to keep pressing on, a great reminder that this is a worthy cause. Because as we said, and as I've read from the book, this is what it is to be a Christian. To be a Christian is to be a disciple. To be a Christian is to be a learner of Christ. May that be the case for each and every one of us. Candid is a podcast from Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Don't forget to connect with our social media pages on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And subscribe to Candid Conversations on your favorite podcast platform so that you never miss an episode. 
While there, please leave a review. It does help people to find us. As always, thank you for listening to and sharing this episode.